Welcome to Road Truth real quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I am doing great. Even better because you're going to ask me this question. This is, you're going to like this one. I know you and you're going to like this one. If I had a dollar for every time you said the word disciple, we'd both be rich. But we do talk a lot about disciples here. And yeah. we say, I've heard you say that we measure our effectiveness by our ability to make disciples. Yeah, to be and make disciples. So how do you do that? How does someone go grab a bunch of guys and disciple someone? Man, how do you I'm do that? I'm so glad, Rick, because this is why the church in America is so... Um, ineffective, you know. It's it's a dead and feckless church. I say often, it's because we're concerned about attendance. We're concerned about evangelism. Okay. Well, listen. It's fine that people need to be attending services so they can hear the word of God and be reminded of the goodness of God and and uh, remember how to respond to Him. It's right that they are told the good news of Jesus Christ so they can become somebody who wants to learn more of Him, having learned of His love for them. But most people are never discipled. They are never um, brought underneath somebody else's care and uh, encouraged to keep learning. The word disciple means learner. That's exactly what it means. So how do I disciple somebody? You help them keep learning. Now, I'm going to um, just say this. One of the most often spoken words of Jesus Christ uh, was fear not, which is good because he wants us to know that our Father is uh, gracious towards us. He's slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He wants us to understand the grace and mercy available. The reason judgment hasn't come on the earth yet is because he's patient towards you, wishing that none should perish, but all would come to eternal life, as it says in 2 Peter. But he wants you to learn of him and to uh, be conformed to his image. He wants you to become the full measure of a man, all right? And it says in Ephesians chapter 4. What, um, what Jesus would also say in addition to fear not is follow me. All right, learn my ways, all right, and um, it will be well with you. So when Jesus uh, was calling his disciples, that, that's what he was doing. He was calling them uh, to be with him. It's what it says in, in Mark chapter 3. It says he appointed the 12 so that they would be with him and so that he could then send them out to preach. In other words, you're not supposed to attend Jesus' lectures and take a bunch of notes. A disciple is somebody who is supposed to be equipped, this is Ephesians 4 now, for the work of service. You learn more of God so you can be useful and fruitful to God. This is the best definition of discipleship I've ever heard. Are you ready? The key to effective discipleship is to be with people that you love, all right, or are actively loving and leading, uh, while you have in your heart what is on the heart of God. So the way you disciple somebody is you say, come and learn more of Jesus by being with me. Paul said, imitate me as imitate Jesus Christ uh, in, in 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. In Philippians, he says this, the things that you have learned and received, heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the peace of God will be with you. So it's not that you're going to go and hear a lecture, take a bunch of notes, know what the key verse is in chapter 1 of Philippians know what the uh, key theme is, who the author was of Colossians. Those are all good things to learn, but you are trying to learn more of Christ. The only way you can learn more of Christ is to be with people who have been much with him. How do I disciple somebody? You invest your life in them. I love what Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Um, he says, we prove to be gentle among you as a nursing mother tenderly cares for her own, her own children. And then it says, we had such a fond affection for you Okay, that we imparted to you not only the gospel of God, but also our very lives as well, because you become very dear to us. Most churches don't make disciples. They, they uh, create people who have a habit of showing up at a certain place for an hour a week. And 
most churches who, uh, who do do discipleship, what they confuse it with is they go to a class where they fill in blanks on a book. And maybe they memorize some truths, but they don't ever learn, right, from somebody uh, how to walk with Jesus. People have to be with you. These things that you have learned from me in the presence of many witnesses, Paul says. These impart to faithful men who will be able to entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And so you teach it and you're sharing your life with them. Yeah, I was going to say, when I think about guys who have discipled me, you being one of them, my friend Don Mutton in Houston, I, I didn't go meet with them for 25 minutes every Tuesday yeah. at Starbucks. Yeah. It was just being around them, watching their life, Spending watching how they time. treat their family. And so guys watching this, they go, well, man, am I supposed to go knock on the cubicle next to me and get five yeah. guys and take them at 530 in the morning? Like, you're just talking about experiencing life, yeah. doing life together. I'm going to, you know, if the disciples were with Jesus one hour a week as they worked through material, their lives were not going to be changed. They hung with him. They walked with him. You know, and so what I would say, how do you disciple someone? You invite them to meetings you go to. You have them in your home. I don't talk to you about loving my wife. I, lo I let you watch the way I love my wife. I don't talk to you about how you raise kids. I let you see how I raise my kids. I don't talk to you about going to share your faith. I let you be with me as I share my faith, right? Uh, I do it for you. I watch you do it, and I then let you go do it. That's what Jesus did. That's the way you train people up. There's a, um, a great American a poet named Edgar Guest who I've always... Um, enjoyed different writings of him. He has a, a very famous poem, and it's called, I'd Rather See a Sermon. All right, I'm going to read you just the very first stanza of this, because it, it's how you make a disciple. And it just says simply this. I used to have this memorized. I'm going to read it to you now so I don't mess it up. I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one should walk with me than merely tell the way. The eyes of better pupil, more willing than the ear, find counsel is confusing. But example is always clear. And the best of all the preachers are the men that live their creeds. For to see a good put in action is what everybody needs. So you don't just live before people and not tell them why. You tell them, because of Christ, I do this. Because of Christ, who called men to be with him. That's what you should do. You want to make disciples? Let people learn with you. Okay, Do it for them. Do it with them. Watch them do it. And let them see you live your life. Let them see you uh, study your Bible. Let them see you share your faith with others. And invite them into your world, man. Impart to them not just the gospel, but your very life as well. Yeah, that's really great. And one final thing. I mean, one word I kept thinking about while you are talking about this is, is initiative. You have to say, hey, would you like to come? Can I? You have to go out. Be you have to go me. reach out to yeah. people. Yeah. So, you know what? Don't add anything to your life. Add men to your life, right? It's not like another meeting. Just add men to the meetings you've already got. Come and see. Be with me. All right? And, and so people sometimes think they've got to add a 6 a.m. on Friday morning meeting. And, and look, that might be a part of it. But if that's all you do, you're not going to make a very effective disciple. Yeah, and especially not with me because I'm not an early morning disciple. So <laughs> I'm not coming to any 6 a.m. Friday meeting. I hope this was really helpful to you. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.